Hey, what's up? It's the real ass dude, Puerto Rican rattlesnake, Luis J. Gomez. You're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour. Ooh, October 20th. Oh, hello there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who was tricked out of his pants and underwear and is now pleasuring pleasuring his boner with the mouth of a jack-o'-lantern. That's Jeff Clark. It's Halloween season, baby. Hide your jack-o'-lanterns. And beaming to us from a haunted house, the ectoplasm-eating specter known as Shuddy Boy. Yo! I feel like I am in the shart danger zone today. I've had a little bit of the bubble guts going. And shit uh, liquid? Off and on, I get like real human poops and then liquid. It's really just a a, a sordid dance between myself and my butt. And then uh, I had to to go to the post office today, and while I was out, I was like, you know what? I feel like I really fucked myself last time by starting the show very, very hungry. So this time I'm going to eat right before the show. And I went to Zanku Chicken. You ever had that, Jeff? Yeah, we've talked about this recently. Yeah. Uh, my ex put me on the Zanku chicken years ago. It's it's fucking delicious. She's yeah. Egyptian though, and she knew like a very specific order uh, or a way to way to get it to make it the most delicious. And it was, oh, she knows it like was the fucking sweet. The in and out. She was Brazilian. No, that was. I'm talking about two exes ago. Oh, okay. All right. I order the half rotisserie chicken with. Tahini sauce and hummus as my sides. Is Indian food the smartest move when you have bubble guts already? Well, it's not Indian food. Yeah, it wouldn't technically be Mediterranean. Yeah. My apologies. I assumed Zanku chicken was an Indian restaurant for some reason. No, it's it's like Mediterranean, uh, all right. Well, like then it's not, it wasn't spicy, right? No, 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 it's not spicy. Okay. It's just, I feel like, um, hummus fucks me up. like an uneducated doofus, but I love hummus. But it, it does, I think it might be just the ground up beans that irritate my stomach and make me, uh, give me gastrointestinal problems. It could be the garlic, also. Yeah, it definitely could be the garlic because garlic sure also there was fucks a me ton up. Of garlic in it. Yeah, and I also get the little tubes of garlic paste, and I put that on it. So tons of sauces. It's it's a very loose. It almost goes in like diarrhea. So of course it's going to come out like diarrhea. But I wasn't thinking clearly. I just ordered it because I was hungry and it tastes good. And as I was eating it, I was like, "Ooh, oh boy, this is going to be this is going to be trouble for my anus, and perhaps my penis." But um, yeah, I might. If any farts arise during the show, I cannot trust a single one of them. They're shifty. I'm going to have to hold it in. I hope you shart on the show. Maybe I'll do that for episode 600. An intentional shart. We're getting really close to that. I know. This is fucking weird, man. 
It's we weird. should maybe start doing something responsible and start planning if we're going to do anything. Are you going to get your Dude, goofy I want to strike at like 100. Which one are we on? Right now? Uh, yeah. I think I think it's 578. It's either 578 or 579. I forget which one. It's 578. 578, do you, yeah. Do you still put the numbers Yeah. Um, in front of uh, every episode title? Sure. Yeah, why not? Keep the format. I usually download them. That's weird. I guess I don't know what I haven't noticed. Man, but well, oh. just because you download them, do you listen to them and actually look at them? Or do you just download them so we get credit for a download? That one. Yeah. I don't I don't play back what I uh I don't listen to myself. I hate listening to myself. Me too. I still have yet to watch back any of my um, stand-up shows yet either. I know lots of people like recording each one, and they go back and watch it and analyze what they could have done differently. I can't fucking bring myself to do it. When do you think you will, though? Because eventually you're going to have to start to look at your own game film and make sure that how it looks is how you think it looks. I'm so just like ashamed of myself. I'm like my number one hater. (laughs) I hate me. So, like, looking at me, I'm just like, ugh, what a fucking loser this guy is. By the way, I have to give an update on last week when we were talking about wings and shit and making ourselves all hungry. Um, Kevin want winging. Shout out to all the Puminati that fell under the wing spell and hit us up and were like, God damn it, now I have to have wings. And I, I heard from so many people that ordered wings after listening to last week's episode. Um, I got my delicious wings from Wingstop, and I got to give you credit, Jeff. I I couldn't finish the 15 wings. I ate 12 of them and ended up throwing out three. That's actually better than I thought you would have done, to be honest. I feel like I've I've gone on binges and fucking destroyed dozens of wings in the past. But, I don't know, mm. maybe that was when I was younger and more stoned. I feel like that has to be more like a... I think you got to do that over the course of like a couple hours while you're drinking. That's probably where you did the, your most wing damage. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, God, it's starting. Uh, as of right now, episode 600 will fall on March 6th if we take no breaks between now and then. Well, we got Christmas and stuff, so I'm sure we'll take one. Uh, I actually thought Shuddy factored in Christmas when he said that. Uh, I didn't. No, that's just straight up counting. You forgot your and own I birthday. Mean, Christmas uh, is a Sunday, right? You Christmas are you going? Are you going back? To, are you going back to Florida? Uh, are you going to Florida for the holidays? Yeah, this year, Kevin. Yep. How is your uh, your family? I, I'm sure. I, I'm pretty sure I asked you already, and you said it was all good, but why don't you update the listeners? Yeah, luckily my family was on the side that didn't get um, plastered. So no damage. They just got some rain and stuff. But, man, I know a lot of people, a lot of people lost everything. Like uh, our friend Bonnie, her hometown, the town she's from, is just, like, fucking gone. Like, Is she from Fort Myers? Uh, I think she said... Well, I don't want to necessarily go doxing her, but like, 
I know she was she was sending pictures and stuff, and like some people she knows they like they, they stayed in their house, and the water levels when they rose up just like lifted it off the foundation, and the house just got fucking swept away. People like lost their businesses and their houses and their cars, like literally lost everything. Like entire towns gone. I know they're just now getting to the death toll, and it's already pretty high. So that it's fucking terrible, man. Yeah, real bummer. Yeah. I heard Fort Myers got hit pretty hard. I work with a few people from Florida, a couple of which evacuated, a couple of which stayed put. Everyone's okay, at least on on that front. But scary stuff, man. Yeah. That's a disaster that I have never dealt with and hopefully don't have to. A, A tornado randomly came through upstate New York when I was fucking, ah, maybe 12, 13 in Mechanicville. Uh, obviously I've, uh, lived and, 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 uh, lived through my fair share of blizzards, done an earthquake a couple of times, but no hurricane. Fuck. I lived, I I went through some hurricanes when I was, when I was little in Jersey, but nothing fucking disastrous. Just like losing power was the worst of it. What was the bad one when I was... I was in college, I think, 2008, 2009. Was it Sandy or Irene? I think it was Irene. One of them hit New Jersey really hard. Yes. Well, Sandy did, but that was was after I had moved to L.A. Okay. Maybe I'm thinking of Irene. Yeah. Uh, Well... uh, Are we done talking about episode 600? Yes. Let's go back to Hurricane Shark. Oh, I do want to give a quick update. So anybody who is Patreon curious, they they implemented a new billing option. So I guess when you signed up for Patreon, they billed you right when you signed up and then billed you again at the first of the month. So like, say you signed up two weeks into September, you got charged a second time two weeks later. And then it's just first of the month or last day of the month after every month after that. Um, so we switched over to the one where now when you sign up for Patreon, you get charged that day, and you don't get charged again until a month later. So I know that that was a thing that Patreon did that pissed a lot of people off, and it's gone. So nice. if that was if that was holding anybody back, come on in. The Patreon waters are fine. They're better yeah. than fine. Patreons don't with their pitch shit. That's good news. There is something for everyone on our Patreon. There is enough content that if you don't like something like, say, Masters of the Pooniverse, you could watch Between Two Flushes or Kevin's Nerd Hole. Kevin, if you're a weeb Kevin, and you, you like anime, you can do uh, uh, Dragon Ball Queef with myself and Jeff. What are we going to say? There's so many Coming options. This week, right? Oh, yeah, we got well. We got to record another one. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. What were you saying? But, Sorry, ooh, I cut you off, Jeff. I was saying how how many nerd holes you do. Oh yeah. You're at you're at a few a week, right? No, I do one a week. Oh. But yeah, Fair shit enough. loads of them. What the fuck did I just watch with Shuddy and Dom? Queef or no queef? You can get catch up on uh, Crafter Jeff Shuddy edition. Tons and tons of shit there. Um, yeah. what else? What else? 
Jeff and I got our um, our hood cards punched. No, we Out didn't. Time. We did not. But we did go and see Wu Tang Nas and Buster Rhymes. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, we uh, we played it pretty pretty tight with the schedule. I thought we went to dinner a little too early. Didn't get to the show with enough time to really like check things out. You got um, so you went to dinner too late. Yes, that's what I meant to say. Sorry. Which is, I believe, what I warned you against last week. I told you that you guys needed to give yourselves time. I believe you Ooh. did say that, and you just willfully ignored me. Whose fault was it? Probably mine. Uh, mm, I had to pick I, up. I Paul. think it was a team effort. I had to pick up Paul and then head to to Long Beach, which turned out to be a way longer drive than I expected. So it's Paul's fault. Well, I could have left earlier to pick Paul up. But yeah, like Paul was on your way for the most part, right? No, I thought he would be, and then I looked it up and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is a this is a little bit of a detour, but whatever." Paul's such a bitch. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I'll tell him that later. But no, Anyways. I mean, we, we made it, we were at our seats before Wu-Tang started. So it worked out. We just didn't get to go to the, the merch booth or get any drinks. So to backtrack a little bit, Jeff bought a, a jar of four pre-rolled blunts that, um, interestingly enough, came rolled with their own glass tips, which that's a, like a, a cool little fucking extra. I'm definitely a big fan of that. Now, where yeah. did those come from? A legit spot or from a Jeff just vanished back alley spot? <laughs> oh, there they are. No, it's a legit spot. I got it from the Circle, which is a okay a spot in Long Beach, but it's called Rambutan OG from El Blunto. El Blunto. El Blunto. <laughs> Yeah, sounds like a goofy name. It, well, I mean, it is a goofy name, but it's four El Bluntitos infused with live ice water hash. And these are some potent little fuckers. They're oh. little, aren't they? That jar doesn't look very big. Yeah, no, they're, they're Bluntitos. They're like half blunts, mini blunts. We smoked... I, I got four of them. We smoked two of them. And it was just... Me, Jeff, and Paul smoking them. And yeah. holy shit, did I get torched. My God. Like, I was I was so high, I was at the point where I was like, hmm, I might have to be a nerd and sit down. Like, my fucking heart was beating out of my chest. I was like, I was like one of those cops that eats like a weed brownie with their, with their wife and then calls 911. I think we're dying. I think we're dying. <laughs> I was Man. that high. When we saw them, I rolled up several fat blunts. I um, and then I snuck a, a shine cone joint that was about yay long into the show, and smoked to that, and ended up at a point in the show with uh, a bag of popcorn under one arm, a tub of cotton candy under the other and just shoveling both into my mouth. That sounds delightful. <laughs> While drinking liquid death, because that's also what they had at the venue to drink. Like, it oh, was yeah. just, I was like, I was in heaven. I was just up oh, miles. 
uh, eating candy and salty stuff and watching Wu-Tang. It was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, so, okay, so here, Jeff was scared to bring the blunts in. So yeah. he was stressing. I was, I was too. Uh, the, the, sh- the shine uh, cone came in this tube. So I tucked the tube into my sneaker and they just let us walk in with no, like they had us empty our pockets and that was the extent of security. I don't even think it was that much security for our concert. Really? It was like reverse security. Oh yeah. Was, well, they, they had, the chillest. they had a, a metal detector you had to walk through. That's true. But I, I don't remember having to take like my keys or phone. out. No, I left, pocket. I left my belt on. I took my keys. I took my phone. Nothing set off the metal detector. But Jeff was so scared. He was trying to convince Paul to shove the blunts up his ass. He was trying to like, like coax me into smuggling them. And I was just like, dude, worst case scenario, it's a metal detector. In which case, they're not going to pat you down. They're not going to like make you turn your pockets inside out. Just like maybe ditch the jar, put them in your pocket, and you go through and you're fine. That way there's no like bulging jar in your pocket showing through your pants. But Jeff was, was, was such a bitch. He Whoa. made me be his drug mule. That's all right. That, I mean, <laughs> that's mostly a fair recap of that situation. I was very nervous. I felt like you probably had a looser butthole, and I was like, you know what? Why don't you just use your butthole, Kevin, instead of me having to use mine? Yeah, but mine's filled Although, with, like, Zanku chicken diarrhea. Well, I didn't know that at the time. But Paul's butthole is always open. We could have just... Shove it up there. <laughs> Either way, it was pretty easy, uh, pretty easy smuggle, and I definitely overreacted. Yeah, but I mean, your your bitch assness started to rub off on me a little bit, and I was like, Jesus Christ, am I going to get caught here? Like, what I ended up doing was I just took the four blunts out of the jar and put them between my waistband, the waistband of my jeans, and my undershirt, and it just held them in like a blunt bandolier. So a conversation that me and Bill were having beforehand that I, I never ran told you about, but I want to hear your guys' input. I was actually thinking before he went like real Republican with the suggestions, but I was like thinking like, why don't I just like walk in like with the blunts, like in my pocket, like whatever. Like, yeah. what are they going to say ultimately? Like, cause it's a legal state, right? And, like, my comp was, my thought on it was, like, I mean, you could go to a stadium, to a baseball game with a with a pack of cigarettes, right? And then... The worst that they would have told you to do was take it back to your, your car. car. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the absolute worst that would have happened. Right. Like, uh, the worst that probably would have happened to me would have been, like, they would have been, like, you need to throw that out. And I would have had to sacrifice... Like that's happened to me at shows before. I've tried to sneak a joint into into a show in my pack of cigarettes, and they've checked them, and they've been like, "That's got to go. <laughs> you can either throw it out or take it back to your car." Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. They're not going to like definitely the, would happen. The stadium security is not going to like put you under arrest, right? But no, like, I just thought you like, got in my I head, think- and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, "Well, shit, if I get caught." And there's like, I don't know, a cop standing nearby and they're like, hey, officer, get him. Now, I'm the fucking 40-year-old getting arrested for sneaking blunts into a Wu-Tang show. I don't need that shit so, at, at my so, age. 
I still so think in a state where it's recreational, uh, unless it was you were sneaking it into a federal building, I don't think you would wind up in cuffs. Yeah. There's just no way. Like, if anything, if they were like, even if I just had them loose in my pocket and like I put them, oh, I and they had like a case next to the Miles, a metal detector, and you put it in there. Like ultimately, <laughs> I can just be like, well, I'm not going to smoke them, of course. Like it's illegal. In this, <laughs> it's not allowed in this concert. I, I just I didn't bring these here to them. smoke them. They're just my lucky blunts. I take them everywhere. <laughs> I just I forgot that <laughs> I have them. I I smoked a blunt on the way to the concert because it's legal here. And like whatever, I'm not gonna smoke it at this concert, but it's still legal. Does that make any sense? No. But like you, all right. So again, like I don't know the word that I'm I'm looking for, but like you can bring in cigarettes to a concert, right? Yeah, and you probably can't smoke them in there. Although no, you this definitely was, can't. Like this, this no was way. an outdoor. This was an outdoor amphitheater, though. So I think they probably did allow smoking in some capacity. Right. I don't know. But either either way, way, I mean, you can bring cigarettes into a fucking show and it's just like no one would tell you not to smoke indoors because it's fucking law. Like, it's obvious. So yeah. that would be like my same thing. Like, of course, I'm not going to smoke at this rap concert. That's not allowed, guys. The funniest thing was Bill trying to clown us <laughs> for smoking weed at a concert. At a Wu-Tang concert. Dude, this is this is some of the craziest shit I've ever heard because... We listened to Shuddy, you would have loved it. We listened to Tool the entire drive there. And then, like, I think you guys, or Bill mentioned, you guys saw Tool somewhat recently. So, like, how can you go to a Tool concert and not, like, smoke weed? I think we were all all on mushrooms, too. So there's no problems with taking mushrooms for a concert, but you can't smoke weed at a concert. That was just... All right, so me and Bill had this conversation earlier, and I just don't think he wanted to talk to me. So he was just saying stupid shit, and that actually worked because he said that. And like, I just looked at him and was like, Are you fucking kidding me? And just like walked out of his room and just was like, Like, that was the dumbest thing anyone had said to me in a while, and it just wasn't even worth an argument. Like, his exact words were, Who smokes at a concert? What are you, 17? And I was just like, like my brain was broken by how stupid of a comment that was. I was just like, all right, dude, fuck you, whatever, whatever. And just like walked out. But I saved it and I told it to Kevin. And it was just like the dumbest fucking thing anyone could say. Like Raekwon was on stage smoking blunts. <laughs> yeah. Like half the, Wu- all of the Wu-Tang. And it, it was really awkward when Bill started booing him. <laughs> <laughs> The entire you've been to uh, the Tweeter Center, right, Kevin? It's not called that anymore. But the placing the spot in Camden. Actually, I think I might have gone and seen Dane Cook there back in the day. But it's an outdoor, so it's an amphitheater that has grass seating and it's open in the back. And by the time the show was halfway. We were at the halfway point in the show. Everybody was smoking blunts or joints, and the fuck, it was just insane. Like I had, I was standing. I mean, I'm not proud of this. I shouldn't, but people like everybody was smoking cigarette. Like it was just a fucking smoking free for all. Sure, why not? Yeah. You're outside, of course. I mean, of course. 
the the all the people around us were smoking. Man, there were these two chicks in front of us that were just fucking wasted. And I don't know if they were like white chicks or Middle Eastern or something, maybe Persian. They they looked a little they olive complexion. They were Mexican. Oh, they were? They were acting yeah, for sure. They were acting very white woman. I yeah. had the most I almost got into it with a woman at that she was so drunk at I almost had your karate chopper. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, cool, though. she was just screaming, like not even coherently screaming, just. It just sounded like a cackling. And finally, I made some snide remark. And then she wrapped her arm around me and could barely stand up and was like, why are you mad at me? Oh, oh, shoddy. She had to have been white. I didn't even look. She's I was fucking furious. Like I was like, all I could hear was her screaming in my ear directly behind me. Ma'am, if you don't let me go, I'm going to have to strike you. Oh, man. But that man, like, I don't, I don't know. Like at, at one point they started playing come together and yeah yes the chick in front of me looks at her friend and goes this is the beatles (laughs) wow newsflash she's right (laughs) pretty sure aerosmith covered that song though for the uh armageddon soundtrack how fucking funny would that be if she just turned to her friend she's like it's aerosmith listen it's aerosmith (laughs) but yeah that chick sucked her and her friend were yeah. obnoxious, but outside of that, fantastic show. And like Jeff said, we were we were pushing it time wise. Thank God we we got you know the VIP parking and got to park all close and just head right sure. in. Um, but they at first glance it looked a little six two six night markety where there were all these booths set up, and a lot of it was for you could get margaritas and all these wonderful drinks. And we were all just like, you know, obviously licking our chops, staring at them. But it was like, no, first things first, let's get to our seats and make sure we're there when the show starts. Which we did. We got there just in the nick of time. And Jeff busted out the El Bluntitos or whatever they're called um, soon after. And like infused with fucking hash, strong weed, I got wrecked. And at some point, I'm thinking to myself, because we, we did also want to go and look at the merch booth. The line at the merch booth was absolutely fucking astounding. I couldn't believe it. So I was like, all right, well, I'll save that for later. But I also knew that there'd probably be a mad dash for the merch booth when the show ended as well. So I'm, I, in my head, I'm trying to make a, a battle plan for how I can get to that merch booth and not miss anything cool. And at some point, like after I was high for an extended period of time and the cotton mouth set in, I was like, okay, well, this is not going to do. I, I need water desperately. And I don't think you guys left the seats the entire show, right? We didn't. I didn't know you left. Actually, I saw you with a liquid, <laughs> a liquid death uh, can. I was like, what? Did he sneak off to concessions? It would have been nice if you got me a fucking water, dude. I was so parched by the end of that. But I told nah, Bill. I was just locked in. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna go go get um, I'm gonna go get a drink, and he was like, oh okay, and I was like, oh all right, 
So I just walked off. But you now say I, drinks are now I feel drinks like, at concerts are stupid. Well, no, I was just getting a non-alcoholic drink. I was straight up thirsty. But now right. I feel like a butthole for not getting you guys water. Um, you should. But when I got the water, I was like, okay, now that I'm out, I'm gonna go to the merch booth. So I get in the massive line, and it is not moving, and it's taking so fucking long. And then I hear Method Man start, like the song Method Man, and I was like, oh no. Oh no, Method Man's on stage and I'm missing it. So I was just like, fuck this. I left, went back to the seat. And then there was just no real dead spots. I mean, I told I told you. Wu-Tang was fucking phenomenal. And then Nas comes out and did like they did like a crossover song and then Wu-Tang all left the stage and Nas just killed it for a while. And then you get Busta who just It's a good thing there wasn't a roof on that place cuz I don't think anybody put on a show that night as well as Busta. And Nas and Wu-Tang were both phenomenal. It is crazy how fast Busta Rhymes can rap. Still. like It is insane. At your show, did he do the thing where he was like, we don't have special effects. We are the special effects. Like he was just, I guess, trying to clown people that performed a backing tracks or lip sync or use some sort of trickery and he's and they were like no no what you hear on the cd is what you see live when you come to see us and i was blown away like i i was expecting i i love i love buster rhymes i always have but i was really like okay that's that's really cool that bust is going to be there but like yeah wu-tang and nas this is like I was, I wasn't even saying it. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go see Wu Tang, Nas, and Buster Rhymes tonight. I was pretty much just like, oh yeah, I'm going to see Wu Tang tonight. This is sick. Yeah, dude, he held his own end of the bargain. That's for sure. Yeah. But yeah, after but, I, like, I I went back. When did I go back? I think Wu Tang started doing some songs that I didn't know, and I was like, all right, now it's time for round two. I'm gonna go check the merch tent. Lines had died down. I walked up to the front and peeked in, sold out of almost everything. That fucking yeah, hoodie you're rocking, Shuddy, gone. No hoodies. Can you get it online anywhere? The store doesn't sell them. I went on eBay. There was one. One person bought a hoodie to try and flip it online. And it was an auction. And all these people are already bidding on it. And then there was a buy it now of $99. So I texted Shuddy and I was like, how much did you pay for your Wu-Tang hoodie? And he was like, I don't know, 85 or 90. And I was just like, all right, I'm pulling the trigger. And I bought it. I feel yeah, kind of like it a, was 90. I feel like a chode. Cause I didn't buy it at the actual show, but I did go to the show. You were at possible. least at the show. Yeah. And I have the, a Nas t-shirt, a long sleeve. Also. Yeah, I'm bummed I didn't get to buy any merch, but we were cutting it a little tight. They, they didn't, didn't have really... the posters either. No, they did have the posters, but you can you can buy them all online. They made a different poster for every city they went to. Some of them are fucking sick. Like the Virginia Washington D.C. one is like a it's like a drawing of a samurai in front of a full moon, and there's like arrows in his armor, and he's holding up a sword. It's fucking. Oh, rad. I thought they were all just gonna be the the bee nunchucks with 
a different state in the middle. No, each each city gets its own design. The one the one at our show was um, a tiger. It's kind of cool. I didn't see that. Yeah, you can yeah, you can go cool. on Wu Tang's website and buy one from any of the shows, but for some reason that hoodie, only place you can get it is at the actual show. Wu-Tang.com? I think so. I'm on their mailing list, so I clicked on one of their emails that they sent me. What <laughs> <laughs> a hell of a mailing list to be on. I know. Uh, how did you how that's I should be on their mailing list. But man, if if, if you're if you're living somewhere where that, that tour is coming and there's still tickets left, fuck. Fucking go to it. Oh my god, these are all fucking amazing. Aren't they? Fucking sick. Yeah, it's, it was legit, like probably a top three hip hop show I've ever been to. Dude, look at the one for uh look up the one for Austin. But did Austin get the coolest one? Austin has a pretty fucking sick one. All right, let me see this shit. So, Shuddy, um, Method Man didn't play at your show, right? No, he did not, uh, which was a huge, huge bummer. That sucks. Um, because he did, him and Redman did come out and do Rock Wilder at the Newark, New Jersey show, which was the very next show after mine and the one we op- I opted out of so we could go to the outdoor one. Uh, so Fuck. had I just gone said let's go to the Prudential Center in Newark we would have gotten to see that but I made the call to go to the one outside and outside of Philly well if it makes you feel any better Redman wasn't at our show either no he didn't make it you can get the New York State of Mind tour t-shirt on their website though I mean no hoodie but I'm gonna buy the t-shirt you are? yeah nice for sure yeah, no, that show kicked ass. That was honestly the best that I've ever heard. Not a sound. That's like the third or fourth time I've seen him. Like he was fucking great. What did that the was, Newark poster look like? I was saying to you guys uh, earlier this summer. I was like, I think Nas hit like a second prime, and um, like some of his recent stuff is fucking sick too. And like he put on a hell of a show. I was, I was so happy with all the performances, really. But yeah, the whole experience is pretty cool. I, I just wish that I could have got, we could have gotten there a little earlier. So we could have gotten the merch and maybe gotten a drink, even though it was like fucking $20 beer night. Yeah. Yeah. That the was concessions a were so expensive. I wonder if that was like a local thing. How, how much were drinks by you, Shuddy? Oh my God. They were insanely expensive. I think Zach was paying $21 per yeah. alcoholic mixed drink. He was. Drinking Dude. and beers were like 10 bucks. Drinks at shows oh, I, have always been insane and they just keep getting higher and higher. Like they but, were really pricey so, when I saw Romstein last week too. The thing is, was it was a Live Nation venue, right? Yes, it was. It was Ticketmaster so Live, Live Nation, Nation owns that venue. Ah, oh, well that explains the fucking gouging, these scumbags. And that's why, yeah. I, those these are all I believe Live Nation owns all of these spots like the Tweeter Center, so everything was Live Nation. Like they were getting a cut, they were getting everything. It wasn't the venue, and then you know Live Nation was just promoting the show, if I understand it correctly. Scumbag, shuddy boy, scumbag. I, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. 
<sighs> so yeah, that was dope. What else is going on? Uh, did you guys watch anything? I did. I've watched a oh. few things. I thought we were going to talk about the Nugatos at that show. Nugatos. There was a girl oh, yeah. in our in our in our row who had the greatest Nugatos probably ever, and she had them just like hanging out. Yeah, it and was, she she and constantly she, had to keep leaving. Yeah, she kept having to go to the bathroom or get drinks, so she would essentially just dry hump everyone in the aisle real quickly as she was walking uh, as she was like skirting past. Um, and she didn't do the Tyler Durden thing where she aimed her ass at us. She went Nugato first. Yeah. As she shimmied she, by. She led with those warlocks. And <laughs> it was probably the third or fourth best, uh, actually, I guess, fourth best performance of the night. Thank God for her. <laughs> Dude, I was so tired by the end of that and parched. Like, I didn't move for the whole show. So, like, my feet were just fucking, like, on fire by the time we left. Yeah, I'm actually slightly impressed with myself that I didn't fall asleep midway through the show or um, just just made it through, just made it through. And I was good to go for another hour had, had I had I needed to. With how high I got, that was my concern as well. Because the one and only other time I had been to this venue. Uh, I got wasted before Sounds of the Underground. and Wow, that had to be a long time ago. It was 2006, I believe, was when we went. And I fell asleep during In As I Lay Dying. Uh, yeah, you didn't miss much. <laughs> um, or Trivium. I can't remember which one of those two, but I full on passed out in our seats at the show because I got so wasted. Yeah, I mean, I was, like I said, I almost smoked myself into another dimension. But the show went by so fast. It was three hours, just nonstop. And when it ended, I was like, man, like you said, Jeff, I could I could have done an, another hour. I think that was fucking yeah. sick. Speaking oh, of Nugatos, at the Romstein show last week, I forgot to mention... When they were doing like a little bit of a set change, they just plastered on the jumbotron like footage from the crowd, and every single time, the camera went on a chick, titties out. Like it, this was like like Woodstock '99. I was like, wow, not a single girl was like nah nah nah. Every single one, the second they saw themselves on the TV, were like bwamp. And then, I don't think that still happened. I didn't either. But I was like, fucking Rammstein, getting the titties out. Old school. I like it. And then they started cutting to dudes, and dudes would see themselves on the screen and be like, uh, 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 and then flash their tits, and everybody started <laughs> cheering and laughing. It was pretty awesome. Uh, so, Shuddy, what did you watch uh, since we last convened? Uh, I went to the theater. Oh, look at you, fancy pants. Uh, and saw the horror film to kick off spooky season you son of a bitch smile oh i wanted to see that i think you would really enjoy it i've been hearing good things because uh it was absolutely a movie i had zero interest in seeing saw the trailer 
thought it looked fucking stupid, hated the name, nothing about it made me want to see it. Then Bradley asked if Draven and I wanted to go Friday night and like a coward, I set it all in Draven's lap and said, I'll go if Draven wants to, to which Draven said, yes, we'll go. So I begrudgingly went and I, aside from the uh, behavior of some other audience members, which we'll go into. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Like the plot wasn't that great, but the jump scares were really good. I mean, I was super stoned. So I, I jumped quite a few times because they are pretty good. Um, Did someone in the audience come up to you, put their armor on you and said, why are you mad at me? (laughs) So there were these, eighth or ninth graders that had snuck into the movie. Uh-oh, were they smooching? That, that's cool. Screaming. Yelling. Conversing in a yelling manner through the entirety of the film. You didn't go shuddy Karen on them? I did. And it didn't work? Um, <laughs> first, I tried to get the point across by hitting him in the head with a munchkin. That we that Bradley had snuck in, had snuck in a box of Munchkins. So you threw a donut at them. I threw a Dunkin' Donuts Munchkin at them. Yes. Nice. I like the passive aggressive um, food violence. I feel like that's very aggressive. <laughs> uh, don't don't know why I'm get doing the this. Point across. So ten minutes later, I yelled, "Shut up!" Uh, which also didn't work. And then about two minutes after I did that, the rest of the theater erupted, telling them to shut the fuck up. Did everybody collectively stone them? No, they should have. They should have. They were so obnoxious. I was furious. And they never ended up shutting up? Even after the whole No, they did. But by the time I lost my cool and finally yelled at them, there were five minutes left in the movie. Oh, fuck. So it worked. So you dealt with this for like an hour and a half? Yeah. Yep. For longer than that, because the movie's two hours long almost. Christ. Uh but it's good. And I think you I think you'll really enjoy it. Yeah, there's there's um, a lot of stuff coming out. I gotta I just gotta make the time to go. The guy who plays the main character's fiance is A Train from the boys. Oh yeah. yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, not a great actor. Not a great actor. Uh, I think he's getting a lot more work though. So, but, get used uh, to seeing him. I, I mean, I don't. I don't. Didn't have a problem with him. He was fine for the care. You know, the role he had. But he's not. He's like if you can't afford Michael B. Jordan, you get that guy. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> he's Moneyball Michael B. Jordan. One hundred percent. Dude, after I watched the Smile trailer, which is in theater, I did like an audible out loud, like, oh, come on. (laughs) So did I. I thought that was the stupidest fucking thing ever. Like, people are smiling. That's, 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 uh, that's your creepy angle. Like, get the fuck out of here. I saw they even recruited Smile people to go sit in the stands at baseball games and smile directly into the camera to creep them out. And it was just like a viral marketing (laughs) campaign. 
obviously there's like a team effort there, but I don't get how you do that. Like, how do you find the camera? Or like, it was definitely set not up that hard. They definitely oh, yeah, set it up you, with the that, that was paid advertisement. No, <laughs> but it's nah. also weird that they didn't like the announcer wasn't like, oh, she's smiling, much like that uh, that movie Smile that's coming out in theaters. Yeah. Yeah, like they've had like the camera had there's this famous like viral moment where this the camera had like a blinking contest with this kid and this kid just stared in the camera and like it zoomed in on him and he didn't blink the whole time. Um That's talent. I'm yeah, a big I'm a big blinker. Cool. But like I just that's kind of what I thought the smile thing was. I didn't know it was like orchestrated in some way or like they paid off the TV channel cuz that would make more sense, but it's just like how the fuck these people find the camera that easily. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure that's a very easy thing that I'm I'm making sound harder than it actually is. But well, Shuddy, how many smiley dicks are you gonna suck? Three and a half. All right. Which for a horror movie for me, that's a high rating. Sure. Yeah. You're not. Like you're not the a huge jump fan scares of were. I mean, like take my horror movie opinion with, with a grain of salt, but they they definitely I jumped quite a few times and i i yeah like it was no fuck (laughs) no oh sorry i spilled my soda all over you bradley (laughs) uh but i definitely i enjoyed it three and a half nice and then did some uh tarantino rewatches with the boys that's some Uh, good family time bonding right there uh kill bill volume two and then oh brad's a smart motherfucker uh, and then uh, we watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Nice. Both in the same night? So we watched Kill evening. Bill 2 in the afternoon. And then we watched uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in the evening, followed by two episodes of Breaking Bad. <laughs> Man. <laughs> That's wonderful you get that much time with your with your family. Yeah. Um I watched uh I watched two new Netflix streaming things. Are you ready? Uh-oh. This is my wheelhouse. I'm about to write these down. I watched Blonde. Well, you're one of those people that have watched this terrible movie that's exploita- exploitative of Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, I had to see my, what's up. Both my both my brothers watched it, and I had no fucking idea. They like watched it on the same day, and I. And the no gets fully naked in it, I believe. You don't yeah. see um, Poontang, but but it's implied. A lot of a lot of breast I'm assist. Scroll through that. There's a lot, a lot of breast assist. Like, I remember I saw a lot of reviews that were just like, eh, "This is trash." It's just. Her titties out the whole time and blah, 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 blah. And halfway through the movie, Carl and I were like, so far, she's only really showed her titties once. Like, it's not that bad. And then right when we finished saying that, her titties came out again. And then they they were prominently featured for uh, the half end of the movie. Pretty gratuitously. Um, lots of titties. Uh, there's a boner. You get a boner in it. A real quick boner. Um... And what else? Some of the stuff that was... Because I remember, like, it was just so shocking that, like, yeah, there's a Marilyn Monroe movie coming out. 
and it's NC-17. It's like, okay, Jesus, like, do they make her fuck a dog? Like, I've seen some rugged shit in R-rated movies. How did they get an NC-17? Like, that was what was the most intriguing for me. Like, not even necessarily just wanting to titillate myself with nudity. I was just like, what lines did they cross to get the dreaded NC-17, which no filmmaker wants? But I guess if you're going direct to streaming, it's a pretty good marketing ploy. Like, mm-hmm. NC-17 will likely and usually get you banned from the big chains. So I don't think AMC will show NC-17 movies. Um, a lot of the other big ones won't do it either. So most of the time, people will cut whatever is getting them an NC-17 rating. But if you're just plopping it on Netflix, you know, let the titties fly. So Carl and I have been wanting to watch this for a while. And she's been doing her sleuthing and Googling. And she was like, okay, here's one of the things I saw that got an NC-17 rating. Vaginal POV. And we both were just like, what, what the fuck could that be? Like, is she about to get boned and the camera is the penis and it just zooms into her vagina? Or do you see from the perspective of her vagina and a penis just darting at it? Like rocketing towards the screen. And what was it? It was neither of those. So Marilyn Monroe gets pregnant quite a few times throughout the course of this movie. And every time she's pregnant, it cuts to a fucking floating fetus screensaver that is so fucking weird and dragged out. And every time it happens, it got like a laugh out of us just because it was so silly. It was like, what? The screensaver again. That's the fetus screensaver. So one of the times, I think she gets two abortions in the movie. And you see from the inside of a vagina, it's just darkness, and then you see things part, and you see the doctor. So you you see out of the vagina. You yeah. see from the vagina's point of view. Yes. So that's what it meant. V- vaginal point of view. You're yeah. a vagina for a moment. But it doesn't look vaginal. You know, there's not like lips or hair hanging in there or anything. It's like... Where the fuck is it? I almost feel the like window. that's something that Looking happened in window. Look Who's Talking. Yeah. When the yeah. baby is born, like, right? Okay, so <laughs> I have here a fistful of slime. This is a, bo- a, a blob of florp. This is kind of what it looked like. It was just like a... <laughs> oh. Except not that wide. Here, here. It was more like a... Let me see how close I can get this to the camera. It was like... Kind of like that. Oh, man, I grossed Shuddy out to the point where he ran away. Uh, not, um... It was kind of silly. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to put this slime back in its bucket. Uh, but for the movie itself, the plot of it was just a string of misery. There's nothing lighthearted to break the tension, break up the misery. You never see her celebrating any moments of of her life. It's not like, oh, I got a big break. Yay, I made it. I'm going to be a star. It's just, (laughs) it starts with her childhood and her fucking abusive mom trying to drown her. Then her getting like raped by casting directors. And then just like every guy that comes into her life treats her like shit. Like, there's there's no setup for it. It's like oh now like oh now she's just at Musso and Frank with Joe DiMaggio and then he beats the fuck out of her. It's just 
It jumps from just one misery thing to the next misery thing. It's just three fucking hours of misery porn. And it, the director, I'll give him points for some of the artsy stuff that he tried to pull off was effective, and I liked it. There was some cool stuff visually. Uh, but, I mean, it is a, it's a chore to get through those three hours. Ana de Armas, she's gorgeous. Like, she couldn't fully get rid of her Cuban accent, but she still was a phenomenal actor. And I'd say maybe if the movie didn't have so much weird shit swirling around it and maybe was a little bit better, I could see her getting some awards. She may even still get some, and I think they'd be well-deserved. But overall, I was kind of flip-flopping back, flopping back and forth on my my penis score for it. But, like, two and a half blonde dicks is the best I can do. She At one point, she gets called in to suck JFK's dick while he's, like, laying in bed watching TV and on the phone. And called they, in half. Like... They just, it, like I said, there's no, nothing really stringing these scenes together. It's just all of a sudden she's in a car being escorted by the Secret Service. And then they walk her in and JFK's laying in a bed watching TV. And he's on the phone and he just like waves her over and makes her like jack him off. And he keeps being like, hey, Rod, don't be shy. Hey, don't be shy. And she's like jacking it. He's like, hey, Rod, come on. Like you mean it. And then he just like grabs her by the back of the head and forces her to suck his dick. And you see like... It's a very close-up shot of her face, but you do see, like, a little bit of penis meat in her mouth, which is, you know, she's clearly sucking a dildo, but she's, like, jacking a dildo off while blowing it, and you just hear her inner monologue, like, how did I get here? Did Marilyn get me here, or did Norma Jean get me here? And it's just, all of it just seemed like stuff thrown in to be salacious, so it would get headlines and people talking about it. But yeah, it's it's... One of those watch at your own risk type things. Is was did Bobby Cannaval? Did he play Joe DiMaggio? Yeah. And he's the on IMDb. He's titled as the ex athlete. Yeah. Because I don't think I don't think did they ever say his, say his name, name in it. Oh, really? that's, a, that's another weird I'm thing. I'm sure Joe DiMaggio's probably estate didn't want anything like that. Yeah, I mean, he did just whip her ass on multiple occasions in that movie. Well, I wonder if that's, like, fact. Well, so the whole story of this is from a book called Blonde, which is a fictionalization. Like, it's not based on anything really. Like, Like, she did marry Joe DiMaggio. She did marry Arthur Miller. She did hook up with JFK and all this stuff. But, like, she just filled in all these blanks herself when she wrote the book. So... It's not necessarily 100% true as everything happened. But, man, they show her marriage to Joe DiMaggio and Arthur Miller, and she constantly calls them daddy. She's like, daddy! Like, at one point, he, he walks into the room and just punches her in the face and knocks her off the bed, and she's like, daddy, is this because I made a mess, daddy? And it was all just so fucking creepy. That is weird. Not a fun watch, that blonde. Uh, and I also is, watched... Is it true she doesn't shower? They didn't touch that, but I've heard that a lot. That she was very stinky, didn't shower a lot. Was uh, She let the farts fly. She did not That's excuse herself cool. to go to another room. She just blasted off like molten farts. And uh, 
What else? Oh, she also would like eat food in her bed and then just leave the food in there with her and just fall asleep. I've done that before. I mean, who is? Mostly candy bars, though. Yeah. And I guess I don't make a habit out of it. Man, I skimmed through it real quick while you were talking. I did not see enough Nugatos to get me involved. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for Nugatos, it's... I mean, she's... Ana de Armas is is beautiful. But it's just such a sad movie that nothing that happens is, like, horny in it. Uh, on a lighter note, I also watched The Munsters. How was that? I'm interested in it, so hopefully you have decent things to say about it. I'll say, if you're cleaning, if you're doing a little exercise, or if you're throwing a Halloween party, it's a good thing to have on. Because... The tone of it is pretty good. Like, the Munsters were always silly. And, like, you know, Adam's Family was was a silly show. And the Munsters was even sillier. And Rob Zombie, I saw some quotes from Rob Zombie saying he wanted this to be black and white like the TV show, but they wouldn't let him. So he shot it in the brightest, most vivid colors possible and told all the actors, I want you to overact to a point where any other director would tell you, you have to calm down. You have to tone it down a little bit. Like he wanted a big campy performance out of everybody to sort of match the campiness of the TV show, which he nailed, you know, that worked. It was just, it was weird. It was, it was like an origin story. So it's not like the Munsters. Like it takes a half hour of the movie before Herman Munster is even created, you know, since he's a Frankenstein monster. And then he meets Lily Munster, and they hit it off, and they get married. But obviously, there's no fucking kid yet. Um, Marilyn wasn't in it. It was just like, uh, it was odd. Like, I don't know who it was aimed at, because it's a PG movie, so it's appropriate for kids. But then there's like some stuff that's that's pretty edgy for a PG. Like usually a, the difference between a G and a PG is like somebody saying darn it or farting or something. Hell. Yeah. Or <laughs> hell. The grandpa, grandpa Munster is like reading a magazine with a centerfold, like fold out. So like they're making porno mag jokes. Um, there's a lot of drinking in it and six, six, six mentions, which obviously doesn't get my fucking panties in a in a ruffle, but pretty edgy for a PG. And then they they made this like a, at one point the the monsters go to Paris for their what's it called a uh, honeymoon, and Herman Munster is dressed up like a mime. He's got like the black and white striped shirt and the beret and shit. And he goes, I had to write this down. He goes, I hope they don't confuse me with Maurice Chevalier. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself. Who the fuck is that? And I'm a dumbass, so maybe some parents watching it with their kids will be like, ha that one was for me. No fucking way any kid's getting that. So I Googled him. He's like a French singer from the 1800s. Who gets that reference? What? What? The, the best review I saw, I looked on Letterboxd, and the highest-ranked review for the Munsters 
was it's like watching a porn parody without the sex. <laughs> Fuck. That's terrible. That's a terrible review. Yeah, there was no real central plot. It sort of just strings along and then ends fucking out of nowhere. It literally just ends. It just seemed like Rob Zombie, when he was writing it, he was looking at you know yeah, Final Draft good. and was like, all right, that's the, uh, the proper page count. The end. <laughs> I will say, to give it some compliments, the costumes did look fucking great. The guy that played Herman Munster looked a lot like Herman Munster. He looked good. The sets were fucking fantastic. Like, nailed, nailed the sets. It just, I don't know, it just didn't fucking work for me. Like, suck like 2.25 monster dicks. Kind of a bummer. Oh, no. You wanted to suck That's a, a huge few, bummer. I wanted to say what? You wanted to suck a couple, uh, probably four monster dicks there, didn't you? That would be sweet. You know, <laughs> I do like the monsters. But at least there's always the Adams Family movie. Five dicker. I don't. I have nothing to add to that. You mean the original one? Yeah, the one from the nineties. Okay. Yes, agreed. I mean, what a fucking cast! You got Christopher Lloyd, Christina Ricci, Angelica, Angelica Houston. Houston, Raul Julia. I mean, fuck. Movie's epic. I watched that. That's like yeah. one of my favorite things about Halloween is that I know I'm going to rewatch that movie. Is it spooky enough, though? How fucking dare you, Jeff? I would say uh-huh. the, the vibe of Adam's Family, while it has no violence, a must-watch Halloween season movie. I even turned Carl onto it last year, and she was like, I'm actually really looking forward to watching that again, too. Nice. Man, I feel bad. I introduced Carl to Splatoon. She... She's still addicted? Oh, yeah. And she's fucking getting good, too. And it's funny that it's at the point now where, like, if she gets stuck on something and I I get handed off the controls and do really well, it's like, look at him. It's like I, I dunked a basketball. And I'm just like, fuck, yeah. I did that. Wow. Shuddy, you look so depressed. (laughs) Shuddy's like, oh, God, that poor poor woman. Someone send your help. Poor movies just aren't my thing. You okay, Shuddy? Yeah, I'm good. I'm pretty high. (laughs) I'm I'm picking up on that. Is is uh, (laughs) is what's happening. I'm not 100% sure what we were just talking about. Yeah, I kind of figured. Adam's family. Oh, okay. I, I <laughs> oh, monsters. Then it then it went into the Adams family. But you're good. We're, we're good. Yeah. I did Halloween Horror Nights last night at Universal. <sighs> did you did Carl went with you? Yeah, me, did Carl, last year, and Bonnie and her boyfriend. No, skip last year. She double did like date. A little double date. Yeah. Um, I this is my first time going to Universal in years. Um, I can walk there. We walked. It's fucking what? weird. Yeah. It's like under a half mile away. So like when they That's actually cool. open up that Super Nintendo world there, 
Like, I'm buying a season pass, and I'm walking to that motherfucker, like, once a week to just smoke a blunt with Yoshi. Fuck yeah. Did you guys go to Dim Sum after? After? No. This thing, we got out of there around, like, Dim Sum is a brunch move for Kevin. Yeah. Jeff. My bad. Do you know what the biggest, like, they, they always change the mazes up every year for Halloween Horror Nights. The big one this time was the weekend. I was like, ah, what? Yeah. The weekend. I heard about that. Like, I guess if you consider being trapped in a room, being forced to listen to the weekend, that is pretty scary. But you like, came around on the weekend, though. Yeah, that was just a little joke. I don't mind some of his music. But still, his Instagram model that I follow is on, on, uh, on Instagram, like, works at that uh thing at the weekend uh universal studios exhibit really yeah i didn't I go didn't on think it. they had other jobs the line was Instagram fucking model. three hours what yeah is there like one of those fast pass things yeah but it's like i think it's like over 200 dollars a ticket you get to cut all the lines, I believe. But you have to pay two hundred dollars for one ticket. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it is. What's the regular fee for the ticket? Let's see. Well, Kevin was just there. Yeah, Carl picked picked these up. Oh my god! I mean, it was the I, I waited the the first one we went to to take because we got there right as it opened just like taking advantage of no real lines yet, just went and did the killer clowns maze. And that was fucking sick. But like, man, people are getting fucking wasted there. Like security was, was just like escorting people off the premises. Like as like we were, that fucked up. were they yeah. college kids or like high school kids? I don't know. People just getting down at the universal studio. Halloween exhibit. They range from $72 to $100. Yeah, I think we got 72 ones. And then with the Express, they're $279 to $359. And then if you want the uh, Express Unlimited, it is $319 to $399. What does that include? I uh, Food? The weekend will walk through his maze with you. The Express Unlimited. <laughs> Unlimited Express access to each house ride attraction. Daytime admission to the park is not included. That's all it says. Yeah. So it's $319. It, the price varies depending on the day of the week you go, I'm sure. Yeah. So like $399 is a... So for 400 bucks, you can go into them multiple times if you want and skip the line. Yeah, that's not happening. Whereas with the regular one. So you just didn't get one time. So for 280 to $360, you get one time express access. If you want to go again, you have to wait in the line. (laughs) Yeah. Why would you do a maze twice? I tell you what, these motherfuckers got Carl good. They knew 
the perfect time to jump out the window to get her. Oh, the jump scares got to Carl? Oh, yeah. Well, they don't get, like, she was like, why don't you ever jump? I'm like, I don't know. I know it's coming. I know it's some, like, struggling theater geek in a mask. It's not, like, scary. Like, you know every point where they're going to jump out, so you're ready for it. But, like, man, they, they just timed it perfectly to jump out when she was right there at every little jump-off point. It was pretty sick. All right, how are we doing on time? All right. We got some shit. We got some shit. Let's see here. Uh, are you guys down to do some voicemails? Yay! Fuck yes. yeah, dude. All right, I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> you were right. confirming it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Where do we leave off? I'm pretty sure. Is it this one? Kevin, you're such a little turd. I'm listening to the podcast <laughs> about the Grand Buda- Budapest Hotel or whatever. You're such a liberal little cock. Like, you won't even listen to anything anyone says. You should move to Vancouver, down the road from where I'm from, and you can cry in a circle, stomp your hands and your feet, and get your own bathroom. So you oh, can wow. get your own way. Got ourselves a super cool edgelord here. And just have listened to people. Fuck your movie. Fuck your little turd boy. Fuck your door. Was that a fart on his end or ours? I didn't fart. Let me rewind this a little bit. I could have sworn I heard a fart. Listen to people. This guy's angry at you. Fuck your movie. Fuck your little turd boy. Fuck your door sometimes. I fucking love the podcast, but fuck I hate that shit. You little turd. Oh boy! Oh no! I'm a I'm a cuck. Really because stinks. Because you like the Grand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> I I have to agree with this caller. This very very <laughs> angry triggered Canadian. You are a bitch for liking that movie. Well, let me let me say like nothing cuts deeper than fucking overused incel insults. Oh boy! I'm a cuck. Well, I'm gonna join Kevin in cuck paradise because I've recently uh, I've. We haven't talked about it, but a couple of weeks ago, I watched The French Dispatch and really enjoyed it. Oh, look at that. Oh, look, now we both have to move to Canada. I know. <laughs> yeah, By use the way, your fucking bathroom in Vancouver, you bitch. Uh, sir, I will say my condolences on the Queen. You know, speaking of cucks, you remember her, the uh, fragile old lady who cucked your whole nation from a continent away for fucking 70 years? My condolences. I don't really get that. What does that mean? But I like it. What are you, what are you referencing? Didn't she have like jurisdiction over Canada and some shit? Sure, why not? <laughs> Let's just say it. That's just a fun thing to say. <laughs> or, I'm, or I'm a stupid cuck. Isn't she in, on like their money or something? Let me see. Yeah. Maybe I should have I should have Googled this before no, riffing on that joke. Canada yeah, she is on the queen's dick. She is on Canadian money. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Uh Let's see who is. Oh, this might be an empty one. It says transcription not available. 
Okay. I didn't hear that at all. Is somebody just whispered, I see you? Okay. Well, that was fun. What about this person? Hello, MSPH. This is Don't Die, a.k.a. Shawnee Sean, a.k.a. Shawnee Killface, a.k.a. Shawnee Razorface. It's a lot of AKAs. And yeah, I have dude. a is it racist question for Jeff, and I like his opinion. Uh-oh. Okay, here it goes. So I'm walking out of the gym. My balls are literally dripping with sweat, and I'm at my vehicle swapping shirts and trying to air out my nuts. <laughs> For whatever reason, I look up and I see a brand new 2022 Cadillac Escalade in the adjacent road parking spots, parked in a handicapped spot about 15 yards away. And I see this man rummaging through the back seat of the Escalade looking for something. I don't know what he was doing exactly. Now, I start to... I have a feeling the answer to his question is going to be, yes, that is racist. But I don't think so. I guess we'll play this out. Really look at the Escalade, and it's so new it has paper tags on it, so it's brand, brand new. And I think it was a fucking diesel Cadillac. I wasn't even aware those existed. And as I'm staring at it, the Escalade, as I'm staring at the Escalade, the guy pulls back from rummaging in the back seat, and he's 6'7", maybe 6'9". Apparently a Cadillac Escalade is six foot three inches tall i looked it up and he was taller than it was uh 250 pounds maybe 270 pounds of just muscle maybe more right just the man shawnee killface is really checking this guy out big guy and he's walking around to the driver's side he must have locked eyes with this other guy walking to his car because the other guy looks like he just saw an infant do a round-off somersault, just like pure surprise or shock. The other guy and I make eye contact, and I just raise my eyebrows like, yeah, that's a big motherfucker. And this other guy's going to his car. The other guy that's going to his car is kind of just kind of shakes his head at me. Um, so my first thought after this little interaction went down was that the Escalade guy is a professional athlete. And here's where the question comes in. He just so happens to be a black man. Because I assumed a 6'7", brick shithouse of a man that just so happens to be a black man driving a brand new Escalade was probably a professional athlete. Does that make me in any way racist? All right, guys. Have a good show. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, I would say no, because the thing you're associating him with is a very affluent profession that, and there was also a look of recognition from the person, the other person. So it's natural to assume that he's probably a professional athlete or some sort of famous person. Right. And if you don't follow sports you're clearly not going to be able to identify a lot of professional athletes out in the wild. Um, and I mean, the way you described him sounds like he was built like an athlete. <laughs> well, if you see a six foot seven black guy built like a brick shit house, and you can go ahead and assume he's a professional athlete. Now see, that's, that's definitely racist. <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> that's the line. That, we found the line, Sean. 
Jeff found it for you as you knew he would. <laughs> I think it'd be racist to say that he has poor credit, but not bad. <laughs> Uh, professional oh, athlete. No, that's also racist. <laughs> Wait, you can say. Oh, oh wow. Okay, never mind. I'm not going to dig myself in an even further hole. By the way, um, Shawnee Killface, thank you for including the uh, details about your sweaty, dripping balls in that story. They were definitely relevant. <laughs> yeah, <it> really <laughs> rounded the story out. <laughs> this is, we would not have known what was going on had they not been included. <laughs> Shout out to your stinky, sweaty long sack. All right. Let's see what this person would like to say. Oh, it's Shuddy Boy. Sounds like it. Ooh, hey, guys. How's it going? Oh. oh. Sorry about that. I thought I had a little bit longer before the uh, voicemail would click on. Um, I just wanted to say I was listening to, uh, first I want to apologize, I'm going to talk about the Jason Ellis show on your podcast, but I just wanted to say I listened to the uh, Jason Ellis show today where Will Pandarvis was back. Uh, man, <laughs> it was great to hear you guys all together again. It was just like old times, kept me company. I wish it was a little bit longer, but I know how it is. Um, yeah, that's it. Just wanted to say how great it was to hear him. Um, also, this one says, I'm assuming you guys won't get to this voicemail until around Halloween or so by the looks of it. Uh, wow. What a skill shot. No, it wasn't a skill shot. He over, he went over. Yeah, he missed by like a month. Yeah, I mean, he missed I mean, by literally almost weeks. a month. He's in the correct calendar month. That, okay. He left this, this voicemail in July. Yeah, but I mean, he might as well have said the first of November, and then all it would right, be the right. same calendar month. Well, Shuddy's a tougher audience. I was impressed, sir. Jeff agrees with me. Yeah, stupid guess, just complete shit. <laughs> yeah, you fucking way missed the line on that bet. <laughs> uh, right now it's the end of July. Ah, there we go. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, talk Halloween movies. But uh, what are you guys watching? What are you checking out? <laughs> uh, all right, well then. That is pretty good. I haven't really watched any lately. It's midsummer, but I did watch uh, a little bit of one a couple weeks ago. Uh, It was probably the worst horror movie I've ever seen. Um, I didn't even make it halfway through. Um, I I do like B movies and low budget. This was just uh, too make believe for me. It was uh, very, very low, low budget. Uh, It was called Skinwalkers. I believe it was. Um, it was on uh, Amazon Prime. I don't think I know that one. Check it out. If you want a good laugh, watch 15 minutes of it. You'll get a you'll get a taste of what it is. But yeah, um, what are you guys watching? Give me some uh, some tips on what to watch. As usual. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye bye. Well, I mean, if I'm looking back on my um, Letterbox D shit, we kind of touched on have- this last week, but. What's up? Hold on, Kevin. Do you have like a a spooky season horror movie, whatever roadmap action plan? Like, do you have them listed in an order? Like, can you give him like the next five days or something? There's not an order, but like there are some that I have to watch every year. There are some that I try to watch every year, and I'm not always successful because I like to watch new things as well. Um, but I mean, this morning Carl had to wake up super early for work. 
and I couldn't go back to sleep. So I, I put on the Monster Squad while I was just like eating breakfast and drinking coffee. You hate that one, huh, Shuddy? I fucking love that movie. Oh, uh, yeah, it's what was fantastic. Ha- so part of the reason I got so can- so lost during the Adams Family conversation is, as I said, I'm quite stoned. But Mark Rooster was texting me about doing a weeknight horror movie double feature. And I was so proud of myself because I said, no crappy movies. How about we do a werewolf double feature of Monster Squad and Teen Wolf? Wow. And his response was absolutely not. What was the deal breaker of those? Teen Wolf. He hates Teen Wolf. Teen Teen Wolf Wolf. also isn't a horror movie. (laughs) I I like to joke because he despises that movie so much. I like to joke that it's his favorite where to him, that's the pinnacle of werewolf movies. (laughs) Um, Werewolf films. (laughs) Um, And uh Last year for his birthday, I got him a Teen Wolf Mego action figure. Um, so that's why I was busy having this jokey conversation on the side. Um, but no, I love Monster Squad. I saw that in the theaters as a wow. kid. Wow. And so that's that even movie, cooler than I didn't see it in the theater. I, I saw it on like cable after it came out. Saw it at the Outer Six at the Rockaway Mall. No with shit. With my cousins. Like I that movie holds a very special place in my heart. I it, it just Wolfman's got nards. Like that's legendary line. Legendary. I mean that's um I I particularly like the part when um fat kid goes to the little sister Phoebe. He just goes Beat it Phoebe the Phoebe. Like it's just so random. He just calls her Phoebe the Phoebe. Out Have of, you seen the documentary about Monster Squad? No, and I really, really want to. I ha- I, it's on my list, and I have not watched it yet. Maybe I'll do that tonight. Maybe I'll watch Wolfman's Got Nards. Maybe I'll do that, too. Because I know that the kid that plays the main kid, I think he made it. He made the documentary. And yes. the actor that played Horace, a.k.a. Fat Kid, um, he died when he was 22. He just got, got sick when he was out in Vegas and died of pneumonia. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but I definitely would like to hear a lot of the, the – because, I mean, it's it's made by Fred Decker, and Fred Decker and Shane Black wrote the screenplay for it. And it's just like – it's one of those – I didn't realize Shane Black was involved. Yeah. Monster Squad is just one of those movies that lined up per- – like all the planets aligned perfectly. It was the perfect time to strike and the perfect people making it. It's just so fucking good. Pretty ballsy for a PG-13 movie as well. Um, but here, let me grab something, because I, I take all of my must-watch Blu-rays and 4Ks off the shelf and have a stack of them. I can show those off. Anybody else that's looking for some good horror movie wrecks this month? My brother's got, like, a... Uh, um, like, actual handwritten list they, they, they have on a notebook. Cheech... Cheech writes down like 50 horror movies they're going to watch and they just check them off. Do like double features all the time. It's pretty crazy how like how into the whole horror movie thing my brothers are. And I can't even fucking dude, I can't watch one of these movies. I um I have to watch Jennifer's Body this week. 
Yeah, man, that one's man. Yep, that's why I have to watch it. It's exactly why. But I got here. I got oh the, uh, the thing. Lost Boys, Beetlejuice, The Witch, the aforementioned Adams Family. I gotta throw a challenge flag on Beetlejuice. To me, that's more fantasy than horror. Yeah, it's a swing and a miss there, Jeff. It involves like dead people in the afterlife. I said what I said. Fuck you. And ghosts, people mutilating their faces, hauntings, I, possessions. I, I guess my only defense is that I haven't seen that movie. Parker, in, like, give me five, a few minutes. <laughs> Shuddy, you didn't um, mute yourself. You just turned your camera off. I, I just realized that <laughs> <laughs> the dog has to go out. Um, Man. I wish that you made that mistake and said something like crazier. Man, that's like when we were playing art uh, Fortnite with Arts and his homie, and like we got our ass whooped really early on, and his buddy was like, "Hold on one second, I'll be back," and you just hear him screaming, "Fuck! Fuck! Fuck! Motherfucker!" And then he puts his headset back on. He's like, "All right, I'm back," and he was like, "Did you mean to mute yourself for that?" And he's like, "Oh shit, yeah." <laughs> yeah, here comes the putter throw. That was awesome. Uh, usually every year on Halloween, I watch this one, Trick or Treat. It's not the greatest movie in the world, but it's it's a very fun, modern anthology movie. And it's, you know, super Halloween themed. So it's uh, very, very fun to watch Halloween Day. We also have this Arrow video copy of The Stuff. Very... Era. Silly, campy um, horror movie. You got that last Halloween season, didn't you? I believe so, yeah. I feel like we've talked about this. The Blob. This one. Fucking Chuck Russell's The Blob. With, uh, I believe the screenplay is by Frank Darabont. Excellent. One of the best 80s horror movies ever. Fucking love this movie. Holy shit. This is a new one that made on the list, Color Out of Space. Nick Cage. Sick movie. What else? You're really answering the fuck out of this voicemail. The Crazies. I love that one. Timothy Oilyphant. Oilyphant, eh? It Follows. Kicks Ass. The Shining, of course. And uh, Return of the Living Dead. And then I got a, uh, a new Criterion version of Night of the Living Dead coming in the mail today. And fucking Killer Clowns, of course. Killer Clowns, but I own that digitally. Does so Carl have like a one go-to movie she has for a horror movie season? Not really, but since dating me, um, we watched a shitload of horror movies last year, and we've watched a bunch this year. And to this day, her favorites are still um, Adam's Family and Lost Boys. Oh, and we watched, we watched uh, Jeff Goldblum... Uh, the fly this weekend and she had never seen that before and she really liked that one yeah sorry that was a long answer no that was good i mean i have nothing to add so i uh succeeded my time to you good job <laughs> all right want to do one more voicemail let's do it boop that's scientist party hour your friend Brian down here in Houston. Hi, Brian! How are you guys doing today? 
I'm sending love and uh, a lot of encouragement to continue to kick ass. Um, normally, I call and tell you embarrassing stories about myself. Today, I'm going to do it we a love little bit differently. I'm going to change it up because I have a question specifically for the dragon, Jeff. In recent yes. years, I have uh, come to understand that some women find it really fucking hot when they find out that men have sucked dick. So my question to you, Jeff, is would you suck a dick if the only people that knew about it on the face of the planet would be women? And every single one of them thought it was totally hot and wanted to fuck the shit out of you because of that. But they would never mention it and you would only have to do it one time. So basically, would you suck that dick if it meant that you got an infinite, unyielding amount of continuous pussy? All right. I'm pretty sure it's going to be no, because that's just that's just what I'm predicting. Either way, you might surprise me, though. I love you guys. Have a wonderful day. He left an awesome joke on the table. He could have said something like, pretty sure it's no because you're a big homo. But whatever. Um, I think I was already offered this one, right? Like years ago. I pretty think... much a sucking dick for unlimited chicks. Yeah. I don't know. I'm good. That's I'm probably good. the gayest, I... gayest way you could answer that question. No, I don't want to have any heterosexual sex. If you break it down. I mean, I think either way you're going to get to that point anyways, so whatever. I guess I <laughs> expedited the process. I thought it was funny how he got there, though. I would like to know the girls that he's talking to that think it's hot to suck dick. Isn't that what he said, or did I mishear that? No, that's what he said. I think I've, I've heard girls say that they get, like, horny watching gay porn, but, like... I haven't heard a ton of women say that. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you think, like, can you name anyone? Like, not that you have to on this podcast, but, like, no, do you, I don't remember you specific examples? No. I mean, I, I I know that it's, I've heard it before. I just don't remember who said it. And, like, if you think about it, if you do the math and show your work, guys do get pumped out if you're at a party, or pumped up, I mean, and, and two chicks make out. Like, that'll get people be like, yeah. And, you know, lesbian porn, not as good as, you know, male-female porn, but lesbian porn is pretty cool. You got four boobs, two vaginas, no wieners. That's cool. So if you flip it on its side, women, uh, you just get a bunch of wieners. Right. No, you make a lot of great, excellent points, Kevin. Um... (laughs) I don't, know. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying know. to help. I'm trying to help uh, Brian in Houston. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck he was talking about, uh, <laughs> but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna suck the suck that that one. I only have to suck one dick for a lifetime of awesome vagina. But yeah, I don't know. Since I passed on this previously, and my attitude towards sucking dick hasn't changed, maybe I'm less aggressive about not sucking dick. Uh, nowadays, because it's just, you know, the show's developed a little bit over the years. Ugh. I'm still not going to suck this. Well, 
No one can force force a wiener in your mouth, Jeff. No one yeah. but you. Thank God. Oh, this is in prison, you know. All right, well. And I'm not I'm not Norma Jean. <laughs> <laughs> was that Mar- I, I I went to the IMDB and was like looking for like just scrolling the cast. Was her real name Norma Jean? I never knew. Like I never yeah. knew that. Like really? Who did you think no. Elton John was talking about when he said goodbye, Norma Jean? He probably doesn't remember that version. He probably just remembers the the Princess Diana one. Diana. <laughs> like he yeah, probably I just guess. broke his brain. Goodbye, well, I don't Princess Diana. Know what Diana. song you're talking about? Candle in the wind. I can't. Yeah, you'd I recognize can't. it if you heard it because probably. It, it, when it first came out, it was about Marilyn Monroe, and then when Princess Diana died, he changed the lyrics, and it has become a, a song about Princess Diana. No, I had no idea. I had no idea her real name was Norma Jean. I think that's a pretty cool name. Should have just rocked that one. It was too Midwestern. Even though she was they told her? born in L.A. Hmm. She was born in L. She was native from Los Angeles. Yeah. Oh, if blonde I is assume... to be believed, I don't know. Well, I don't believe him about Joe DiMaggio beating her ass, so I don't necessarily believe her. Believe them about her being born in L.A. I don't know. That seems pretty plausible. Why? Why would you say that? Why? Because it was a different time. That was a consecutive hit record champion. Well, yeah, he, I mean, right there, he's good at hitting. Yeah. <laughs> when he broke that streak, he just went and took it out on her. They show, like, because um, she was initially, like, hooking up with two dudes at the same time. Like, almost like some Mormon shit. Like, she just had straight up two boyfriends. And the tabloids were always snapping pictures and putting it on the front page, like, Marilyn Monroe's steamy threesome action or some shit like that. So they're like, you got to chill out with those guys. Like, do whatever you want in private, but just don't go public with that shit. So afterwards, when she started, when she was with Joe DiMaggio, they like called her, called him to Musso and Frank and gave him a dossier and all these like titty pictures of her when she was young and had, you know, red hair or brunette hair or whatever. He got like all pissed off and he's like, I'm going to fucking moida ya. I'm going to moida ya. But then he just gets in his Aruga car, drives home. And beats the shit out of her, cause it, cause he got her titty pictures. Joe DiMaggio really had to deal with some shit when it came to that lady. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <coughs> oh, I've turned into shuddy. Oh. <coughs> You're not even smoking. No, I just got a tickle. I'm thirsty. My fucking water cup's dry. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have to head over to Patreon land if you'd like to join us. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. The billing process has been altered to make it more user-friendly, which is what we're, we're aiming for here. Yeah. One, of our, one of our biggest goals here in MSPH is to make it more user-friendly. <laughs> so, yeah, all check of, it out. The whole show. All the shows we discussed earlier are available on there. We're going to do another mini bonus podcast right after this, exclusively for Patreon, so check it out. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff Records. And at MSPH Podcast. 
Um, if you want to see the show on YouTube, youtube.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Any subscription helps. We've been stuck at this one fucking number for a little bit now. And if we could get over the hump to get, like, up to 2,000, that would be kind of chill, I suppose. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not lit. I don't know how fucking YouTube works. Help us out. We yeah. want to be lit, though. Yeah, help us be lit. Ugh. Could not have put that in the worst way. Anyway, you can also send your emails, madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. Shuddy Boy, you got any silly dates coming up? Nope, no silly dates. All right. Well, there you have it, friends. Thank you for listening, but until next time, something. Uh-oh. That's a horrible noise. Meow, meow, meow. Ooh, much better. Nice and crispy. Okay, let's see here. Get into this fucking zoomerino. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. Oh, fuck. What? Oh, fuck. What? The fuck was that? Oh, fuck. What? All right. Everybody needs to calm down. I love me a fucking ding dong. Oh, fuck. What? I am having a day, boys. Uh-oh. Give me, I just need a couple of minutes to get myself situated. Do you need to whack off to relieve some stress? No. <laughs> oh, fuck, what? Need to smoke some marijuana. Crawfish and shrimp. It's a fooey. A taffy? Fuck it, I need Paul! a Joko sesh real quick myself. Paul! Who? Uh, Snoopy Poop Dog! Paul! Um. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. So how many dudes did you blow today, Jeff? <laughs> uh, well, I haven't went outside yet, so only two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, take Gosh. this. Take this. <laughs> only you... Crap your pants would own for you is the only hold on. <laughs> oh. Well, shred frimp right there. I like that. It's like a shred frimp salad. <laughs> oh no! Gay baseball teams that I bet on. What are they doing? Yeah, ow, ow, ow. Oh, stop, oh, stop, oh, oh.
I don't know. I don't like that one. You don't like that one? Who was that? What, what, what was that from? It's like one of the first ever viral videos of that reporter lady stepping on grapes and she falls out of the bucket and then gets the wind knocked out of her. Hmm. You remember that? No, I don't remember that one. Oh, Feels like I should have. Pop off a piece of my dick. Oh, yeah, I'm fixing to fuck you. I'm gonna put my dick in. I'm gonna put my dick in. Parmesan poof. All right, I'm finally situated. Human fecal matter. I got some fucking long ass nails. I just noticed that. I gotta clip these motherfuckers. Hoo, 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 hoo. Meow, 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 meow. No fingers in the butt for you. No way. Let's scrape my colon. Fingers in the booty ass N-word. Finish him. What was that from again? That's what uh, Amber Rose said about Kanye West. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> That pussy, Kanye. I'm going to look at pictures of Amber Rose. Cheer me up. Haven't seen her in a while. What? Auto-completed Amber Rose, Montana. Give a fuck about that person. Did she fucking marry Joe Montana or something? No. Man. She's got these these creepy like these creepy posts I can't really make heads or tails of or heads or tails of. Hold on. Send it to your guys way right now. So she's getting ready for spooky season. I'll be the judge of that. Do I look pretty barf? Barf emoji? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, my God. She has 23 million followers. Yeah, I don't really get that, to be honest. I mean, she does have pictures of her with her new gatos out and just pasties over. And... It's always weird to me, too, because, like, you know, I'd see if if Instagram was out during the early days of uh, the Internet, you know, when it was harder to come across boobies, I could see following these, like, you know, PG-13 Instagram accounts where it's like, oh, it's almost a full titty. That almost counts. Like, you can see full titties. You don't have to be one of the 23 million to follow her on Instagram. To get some some sexiness. Yeah, even more so though. Like her, her Instagram really isn't that sick. If you scroll through real quick, like she's fucking hot. 
love Amber Rose, but like, I don't know. She could have a much better Instagram, my opinion. Does she have like a Suicide Squad Joker fucking damage tattoo across her, her forehead? Uh, I don't believe so. Well, she has a uh, a post that just says, fingered myself with my pinky finger last night and busted out crying. I miss him, y'all. Actually, she might have some sort of... Yeah, she. it looks like she does have some sort of tattoo on the forehead now. Yep, not following her. Fuck that. I'll just Google naked boobs and see those. Point is, she gave one of the greater quotes of Kanye about Kanye West, really, in entertainment history. That is pretty funny. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. The fuck are we going to talk about today? Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Wu. Is that merch? Mm hmm. Nice. Nice. Me and Kevin nope. whiffed on the merch front. Not what I'm looking for. I heard they were sold out. Ah, found it. Is that true? Did, Kevin, we'll talk about it in a minute, I guess. All right, let me get this thing recording. Recording in progress. Thank you, the narc. We've got some fucking voicemails. I don't have shit to talk about. I mean, spooky season has officially started, so. Shadi, you can talk about how you learned to finally fist yourself. That's spooky. (laughs) I leave all my ring down when I do it, too. Oh, shit. Shuddy, you're not a rings guy, right? No. All right. That's the biggest insult out of everything he said. I'd rather fish myself than wear jewelry. I'm not a jewelry guy myself. I'd rather try to put a feet fist up my butthole or my penis <laughs> hole, actually. <laughs> I've tried it out before, and then I see pictures of myself, and I'm like, man, I look like I get fisted. I you were jewelry you, at one at one point. You were a jewelry or a rings guy, weren't you? I tried it. Yeah, and I was just like, he was also he was also the thick leather bracelet kind of guy too for for a period. That went for a long time, way longer than it should have. <laughs> I wore a, a Livestrong bracelet for like. Five years, six years. Kind of the same. Although it was supporting a good cause. And an underrated American. Why Why did we turn on Lance Armstrong? What did he do wrong? Steroids. Come on. he was. It wasn't for himself. It was for all of our, our pleasures. He broke Sheryl Crow's heart. People were pissed. What's her nationality? I feel like Sheryl Crow... 
She gives off Canadian vibes. Is she Canadian? I don't, I don't know, but believe believe so. She does look kind of Canadian. American musician, singer, and songwriter. Wow, she's from Kennett, Missouri. I owe you an apology, Cheryl Crow. I'm sorry for misnationalizing you. I was extremely ignorant on my part, and I hope Lance Armstrong didn't do you too wrong. All right. Listen to some Cheryl Crow later tonight. Are you really? Why not? I can go for a little country pop. I bet you you're going to listen to that Cheryl Crow Kid Rock song. That's what you're going to do. Is that? Are you taking a shot at my current employer indirectly? I. It was not intentional. Maybe subconsciously, but I'm always looking out for that. I. we're a ways away from it post-wise on Yo Shuddy Boy Raps. And it, that's, I mean, it's Patreon content, so it's not really a relevant conversation for the Easter egg. But about a week and a half ago, I discovered that Ba with the Ba, like that whole line, is not a Kid Rock original. I mean, is anything Kid Rock makes a Kid Rock original? I mean, I mean, it's straight verbatim. It's right out of an early 80s rap song. I think I knew that. Man, who would have thought Kid Rock a culture vulture? <laughs> I thought all of his shit was original. Didn't he I just like rap right. over an entire Metallica song? I was like, wait a second, you can do that? I hope, I hope Metallica gets like 99% of the royalties on that. Which, which Metallica song was that? Sad but true. Right? Uh, hold on. I'm thinking. I'm Googling it to confirm. Have either one of you it, seen Metallica? Who's the Bell Tolls? I have, yeah. I saw them at Madison Square Garden. What? Yeah. It's pretty sick. No, it is sad but true. Ah. From Stop American your, Badass. American getting your, Badass. <laughs> getting your Matt Pinfield on. Which, um, just for funsies, this song includes uh, lines like, no Rogaine in the propane flow. Hmm. That's a, that's a decent little bar. Kid Rock does have a nice head of hair. I can't believe you saw who else is on that card. What Did card? Nas, Nas wasn't on that one, was he? On what? Metallica at MS, uh, MSG. Oh, um, I don't know. I got there just to see Metallica, so I don't know if I caught the opener or if there is one. Did you guys know that Mace, Jada Kiss, oh, fuck, who was the third? Chingy? Remember Chingy? Cameron? Cameron, yep. They're on tour together. Oh, I didn't know that. Right now, it's called the Three-Headed Monster Tour. (laughs) I saw 
the locks with Jada Kiss, obviously, at a club in L.A. when I first moved out here. I love I love Jada Kiss. Jada Kiss is a very underrated American, not just rapper American. Or is he Canadian? No, 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 no. <laughs> don't don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> All right, you guys ready to kick this off? Yes. Los Angeles, California, we're the Mad Scientist Party Hour. Ooh, October 20th in February. 